right, everybody, get excited. Get excited. Today's topic is if you're offered a seat on a rocket ship, don't ask what seat it is. Just get on. And that comes from from somebody that I follow quite a little bit, and I've been doing a lot of reading the last few days. Uh, and that comes from Cheryl Sandberg. The I was talking to a customer yesterday, and it was a selling situation where the customer was mostly concerned about details that really didn't matter. Wanted to know exactly how it worked. Wanted to know the mechanics of how it worked. Wanted to know the automations of how it worked. And we are about five or six minutes into this process and I am asked a question that I asked a I answered a question of theirs and asked a question back that was going to take a long answer. Now, the question I asked was about their business, which I already knew the answer to. And the reason I did that was because that was my opportunity to catch my breath, take a second and think where this deal got off track at. Because if you've got somebody asking questions about the mechanics of how it operates, you don't have a selling situation. You're in an education situation. And all and I tell this story real often that the president of the University of Alabama makes an amazing $750,000 a year. $750,000 a year as an educator. But some of you have heard of our football coach, Nick Saban, and I think we are getting up to where we're paying Nick somewhere with all of his bonuses, with all of his endorsements and all that. I think we're close to paying Nick Saban, $15 million a year. So see, we don't pay as much for education as we do for entertainment and production. Because that's what Nick Saban does. He entertains us and he produces. So I step back from this deal and I take my breath, and they're answering away. And it was a good enough question that it it probably took them three or four minutes. And I realized that they didn't perceive value in what I was talking about. They knew that it was a good opportunity, but they didn't see the value in it. They couldn't imagine it working. They couldn't imagine themselves using it. So what I did was put somebody on a rocket ship, and this is a business that, that does $200,000 a month in processing, 
I was going to give them a rocket ship that was going to save them about $6,000 a month or about $72,000 a year or over the course of the next seven years, almost a million dollars. But I didn't give them the value in that. So I'd give them the rocket, and we're just going to show them to the seat. I didn't have their buy-on to get on that rocket. I didn't have their buy-on that they believed that they could ever do that. So remember, when you're talking to customers, we can spend all day long, and this is the trap I got into yesterday, we can spend all day long talking about the features of it. And the features are we can eliminate the fees. No longer will you have to pay those insanely high credit card processing fees. No longer, and that's all I did was give them a list of features. Well, the amazing thing is, is I should have done the arithmetic. I should have told them that they were going to have 72000 additional dollars a year to grow their business. And then I should have asked them, if you've got that extra $72,000 a year to grow your business, how much bigger will your business be next year? You see, I'm painting a picture. And if I don't paint that picture right, and it's just a stick figure of features, and they can't picture themselves being that stick figure, I'm not going to sell them. I'm not going to close them. I'm not going to make that deal happen regardless of what I do. I'm not going to make them make a decision because I gave them a bunch of figures and features. I've got to paint a picture. They've got to put themselves in that picture, and they've got to buy into the fact that it's two years later down the road, and they've been using this, and they're happy with it. No matter what it is you're selling, no matter how it is you're selling it, if you can't get the buyer painted into that picture, standing at the top of the mountain with their hands held up, that they just won a gold medal for mountain climbing, you will not get a deal that has any legs to it. That's when somebody you have to become that salesperson that has to talk somebody into buying it. If you paint that picture right, you don't have to ask that customer to buy because they've already bought or you were taking those brush strokes and built them. The most successful people in the world don't ask anybody to buy anything at any time. We hear the old story, always be closing, always be selling, ask for the business, and guys, I'm here to tell you that is all nonsense. The things that you've heard and the things that you've been told that salesmen do comes from people that of salespeople who don't.
you see, they've never found that rocket ship and got onto it and understood why they did it. You see, they got lost, they got confused. And so the only thing they know what to do is just ask for the business until they wear somebody down to buy it. And our goal, <clears throat> our goal with our group, with our people, with the people listening to this, is not that you are the type of salesperson that will wear somebody down until they buy, but that you will paint a picture and put the buyer on that picture so strongly, so happily, and get them so excited that they're begging you to buy what you've got. If you can't get them painted into that picture, you've got to step back, you've got to take a breath, you've got to take a look, and you've got to start repainting again. Ms. Vanessa, what would you like to add? I'd like to add that, um, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned buying them, getting them, I'm sorry, not buying them, but getting them bought into the idea. And it's really about emotionally connecting with them, you guys. It's about tapping into those spots that really trigger those emotions, the, the vacations, the tuitions for college for their children, the, the, not necessarily the pain points, but the, those things that are going to make them envision themselves completing that task and getting a huge, massive goal done. So, you know, it's, you're, you're coming from it from more of an emotional standpoint rather than an analytical sales standpoint. Um, and I think that's, that's part of what Mike's trying to touch on. So. Get on the money. And, and I'm going to tell, tell one more story. Uh, uh, and Vanessa knows that I was a, I was a pretty good, uh, yacht broker. And, uh, uh, I think I did fairly well. Um, but last night, uh, late in the evening, I got a phone call from one of my former customers. I had sold their houseboat. It was about a, it was about a $350,000 houseboat that I sold for them. <clears throat> and I had to get them down almost almost $75,000 to put the deal together. But the way I did that was I, during some conversation we had earlier, we talked about them sailing the Great Loop, which is a course that goes down the Mississippi across the Gulf of Mexico back up the Atlantic coast and back up through the Erie Canal and the Great Lakes, and it makes a complete, <clears throat> a complete loop of the eastern half of the United States. Well, what happened last night is, is they called me to tell me that they had completed the Great Loop because we had spent so much time, and the closing on that other houseboat was their way of being able to buy the next boat so they could take that trip. And because we had painted that picture so well, they wanted to let me know that they needed to have another new boat in two weeks. Now, I've been out of the business. It's been three years since I have had any communications with them. But because that picture was painted so well, and they wanted me to paint that picture again, 
it created another deal. So with that, guys, get excited, and we'll do this all again tomorrow.